0: Welcome to Hudson Valley's Real Estate Explained, your getaway to understanding real estate. Whether you're buying your first home, an experienced investor, or just real estate curious, this is the place for you. So dive in with us as we unravel the intricacies of property deals and investment strategies guided by industry experts. We're demystifying Hudson Valley real estate together. Let's go and welcome back to another episode of hudson valley real estate explained i'm your host michael Kahn's joined with my co-host today mr rick brescia welcome rick how's it going oh, thank you mike it's going very well thank you i'm here for my fourth
1: co-hosting event getting more comfortable every time being locked in a vault
0: Yes. Yep. And, and, I know we're
1: not locked in, but I'd like to, you know, make people think I'm braver than I actually
0: am, if you don't far, mind. Far far, far <laughs> from locked in, but certainly <laughs> we're in a vault. Yes, we are we're, we we're in a vault and we're we're teaching people about Hudson Valley real estate and excited to say that we have a topic today that I think is a little bit Less or 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 should I say more exciting than than our than our and, typical topics, which kind of gets into the mundane parts of real estate, but very important parts. So mm. I think you'd be saying this is less real estate-y, if I may. Well, I I think it's it's definitely real estatey. <laughs> I knew you do, you weren't
1: just going to agree with me.
0: <laughs> no, because I think it's. Listen, what's mm-hmm. what's the three most important words in real estate? Location lunch. Nope. See, you got the first I, one. I kill it on location. Go ahead, man. Location, location, location.
1: Well, that's really just one word said three times. It's
0: the it's most like important. It's the it's the most important, <laughs> <laughs> the by far the most important thing when it comes to real estate is location. And today we're diving, yeah we're diving into one of the one of the most important locations in the Hudson Valley, and 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 that is Beacon, New York. And uh, for those of you that have been under a rock for the last 20 years. I just wanted to share a couple of very interesting statistics. I pulled up the last 10 years worth of sales for a few towns in the Hudson Valley. I chose Beacon, obviously. I chose Fishkill, which is right next to Beacon. And then I went a little bit Northern Duchess into Hyde Park and I grabbed Chester over in Orange County just to Pull some ra- random towns a smattering so to speak yes and back in 2013 right i'm looking at may 2013 the average price of a home in beacon was $199,000 351 to be exact 199,351 wow. fishkill was 241 chester was 229 hyde park was 213 so by far the lowest on the totem pole was Beacon, New York. All right. Fast forward to January of 2024. Hyde Park increased their home value from 213,000 to 367,000. Mhm. Big jump. Chester increased its home value from 229,000 to 498,000. Wow, nice jump. Yep. Yeah. Fishkill increased from 241 all the way up to 486. However, Beacon, which was bottom of the totem pole, went from $199,000 to, get this, $579,356, the average home sale. Massive jump. Huge. Wow. Absolutely huge. So Beacon went from low man on the totem pole. And look, I, I grabbed four towns just sort of ad hoc. I'm sure you can run that through a ton of towns in the Hudson Valley and find very similar stories, I doubt you'll find another town that has seen such an increase in home values like we've seen in Kingston. I mean, that I, I think it's a little bit of an anomaly. You said Kingston, I'm assuming you mean Beacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beacon.
1: <laughs> Although Kingston probably being one that's very close.
0: You, you know, it's funny because as I was saying that, I started running through my head like what could possibly, and Kingston popped into my head yep. as a – it may be a potential contender. I didn't necessarily run those. I should. And we can definitely do a deep dive into Kingston because they've done some amazing things over there as well. Absolutely. But Beacon is not just seeing incredible increases in home values, but they've seen, they've been named by Budget Travel the best small town to visit in the United States, topping out over Sonoma Valley, which is tremendous. Wow. Wow. Um, they are home to an absolute barrage of new construction and townhouses and condos and single family homes, lots of gentrification, lots of, lots of change over there. And it's just this, 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 this magnet for, for people of all walks of life. And and it's just truly amazing. And what I really wanted to do today is dive into a little bit about its past, what We think some of the changes were, if there are any towns that are similar to beacon that are coming up and coming, I can think of one we're in it right now. You know, it's certainly not beacon, but you know, I think, I I think, I think we, there's some similarities there, but also like, what does that mean for the future of beacon? You know, I mean, is this, is, is, is this train going to keep driving? Are we, are, have we arrived? Like what's the future? So, you know, I I think it's a fascinating story and I'm looking forward to sort of unpacking it. Of
1: course. And since you used train, we could start there. You know, we got Metro North. It's basically, I, I think, if I recall correctly, it's an hour six
0: down to Grand Central Line. I think that's that's one of the reasons why. Yeah, having a ha, having an express train out of Beacon is a is, is a huge benefit for of sure. Of course, of huge, course, huge benefit. But let's start at the beginning. You, you know, I have some memories of Beacon from. A long time ago. Not quite as many as people that were sort of raised here. I was raised on the other side of the river, so I didn't really get to spend much time in Beacon. Mm-hmm. My wife was raised in Cold Spring. And you just, you know, it's funny. We bought our house in Fishkill in 2011, our first home. And I was intrigued by Beacon. I'm not going to say I'm a prophet. I'm not going to say I saw it coming. <laughs> but I was like, oh, this place seems kind of cool. And my wife forbid me us from considering anything in beacon because of the history that was attached to it and and her history was you didn't go to beacon you didn't go to beacon it was kind of dangerous yeah i don't want to say it was dangerous but
1: but but if there were homes available in other towns, I could see why. Your your wife might have made that choice back then. Of course, she also cost you a tremendous amount of money yeah, to see, I know. You know? I, know. <laughs> I I remind her of that sometimes. Uh, my history We with, did well in Fishkill,
0: too. It absolutely. wasn't the
1: worst. My history in Beacon is although I never lived there, my parents did. That's where my parents grew up and my grandparents and you know, so so I knew the area well because we constantly visited. Beacon. Okay. Okay. We were there all the time, especially, you know, Italian Sunday afternoon dinners. Mm -hmm. And yes, you do have dinner in the afternoon when you're Italian. Love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and my grandfather actually owned the first pizza place in Beacon called Ralph's Pizza, which is now Trax Coffee. Is that so? Yeah. I love that place. Yeah. Yeah. I, Mm -hmm. I love it as Trax. And actually my mother was born in a house right behind there. Even though my father's family owned the pizza place, but my my mother, uh, for some reason, I have no idea why, was actually born in the home that's right behind there. So, so we do have some history down there. Yeah. Spent a lot of time there, and you know, for for me, it was a place where I went there when you know when we needed to go there. There yeah. there was always a little bit of nightlife. There were there were always some decent restaurants. It's not like it is now, where you know you you honestly. Can't walk two doors without finding amazing food. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, the restaurants surely have come up yeah. to
0: uh, well above high standards at, at this point. And, and I'm sure, going back even further, Beacon was a pretty hip little spot. A long, you know, it, it, again, probably before my time. Even there was a casino. There was a ski mountain at Beacon. Yeah, it, it was. It, it was probably a. You know, my so, my understanding was. A, a kind of cool place to start, maybe lost its mojo along the way, and mm-hmm. since it's totally been reinvented,
1: most definitely. And, and my parents uh, have shared those memories because that casino that was up top there, yeah. I and mean, that's that's where some of their very first dates were. And they went up there and went dancing and all that stuff. There was a trolley. Oh, so cool! That took you up the mountain. So that path right now that everyone hikes and mountain bikes, yep. you know, was a trolley line. Yeah. That that went like straight up and I can't really expand much upon that because I never saw it but yeah. but I do know I remember my cousin skiing Mount Beacon so even in my teens she was older than me but but there
0: was still skiing up there at that point so wow. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorite hikes in the whole Hudson Valley, and I do a lot of hiking. I go to a lot of different places, and there's something about Mount Beacon. Yes, proximity helps. It's simple, but it's it's such a cool trail, and you can expand. You, you can go to the ruins, essentially, of where the casino was, get these great, uh, amazing views. And if you wanted to push yourself a little further, you can go up to the fire tower. You can walk past the reservoir up there. If you're brave enough to climb the fire tower, which full disclosure, I'm not, my kids are up there and I'm freaking out because it's windy and it's high and I'm scared of heights, but, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you know, 360 degree views, it's such an amazing hike. And, and we could see the, the remains of the old trolley as well. Some of those cables and stuff, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's all there, which is, which is really, really cool. But I guess you know, I don't know, maybe, you know, 70s, 80s, you know, things sorted to – because my, my couple of memories going through there was, you know, a lot of boarded up, you know, buildings. It it seemed to have a lot of vacancies. It seemed to not be a a, a place where I was like, hey, let's – you know, we should have, try and – we should hang out here. No, right. it, did, it right. didn't feel that way at all. For a while, yeah. Well, so, it, you know, it's a great little town, kind of – lost its mojo for a little while. Can you, as somebody that's, I don't want to say native, but you know, I've seen it sort of change. Is there a defining moment or a pinpoint factor that kind of was maybe the starting off point that, that, that started to change Beacon? Well, you'd think I would probably know this, but instead (laughs) I'll just make something up. Okay. (laughs) So a guy
1: named Dave who lived in Brooklyn once came up to Beacon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me, and um, and he said we should settle here, and then he brought about a thousand friends, <laughs> <clears throat> and that's the story of Beacon took in and <clears throat> took over. Yeah, you, you content with that, or? Well, I, I well, we can't I edit it.
0: so we're keeping it in. We're we're we can't edit, we're awesome. keeping it in. Yeah, by the way, these podcasts are not edited guys. We just <laughs> we we don't do As it. As you'll hear. Whatever it is, it is. I mean, you know, it's 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 how we roll. But you know, a lot of people have shared with me the the belief that because it's it's the, the town has become a a destination for a variety of things including food, Entertainment, you know, beer, wine, any you you name it, but also very specifically art, absolutely. And when I've asked this question to other people, they point to the opening of Dia Beacon. Mm-hmm. I. Probably should have looked this up, but when do you know when when that opened? I don't know when Dia opened. I would assume shortly after Dave came up. Yeah, (laughs) Um. you're probably right. But Dia Beacon is this amazing art sort of gallery, you know, of of of, of really incredible things. And its proximity to the train station meant people could day trip up without needing to take a taxi cab because at the time Uber didn't exist or, or have a car, so they get to. Come to this, you know, museum of, of art and, and, and kind of eat and spend some time in Beacon, maybe go for a hike without needing to travel too and, far. And I think and it I just think, started to grow from there.
1: I think you may have just answered the question there as opposed to my fictional story of how Beacon grew. But I, I think people started coming up here as a weekend destination, mm-hmm. falling in love with it, and then finding a home here and staying and realizing that it re- really is just an hour and change on that train down the city for their jobs. Yeah. And I-, I think it became easier to do that and substantially cheaper than, than what they were accustomed to. And they just ate it up because they got that sort of village and city atmosphere that they were accustomed to. But at the same time, the nature surrounding it was just amazing to them.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, but here's the thing. I'm going to draw a parallel for you because Beacon has done something quite unique. Take Cold Spring, for example. They have a lot of similarities to Beacon in the fact that there's access to good restaurants. It's a quaint little village. You you know, the train station is right there at the end of the village. So it's it's mm-hmm. very accessible. It's one stop closer. I understand they don't have an express, but commute time isn't. A, a drastic difference, right. even, even if it's a little bit longer because they don't have an express, you know, plenty of nature, plenty of food, plenty of small town vibes, but they didn't see the, I mean, don't get me wrong. All of the towns and villages in the Hudson Valley has seen progress and, and home values rise and population increases, but not to the extent that beacon has right. Beacon is what's different. Let's say about beacon than a cold spring, in your opinion. Hmm. (laughs) You know, when you say we do these live.
1: (laughs) I mean it. I throw curveballs. Had you prompted me on that question ahead of time, I might have had some sort of witty answer or even an answer (laughs) where I can't say necessarily. I have an answer. that's great, because you started this sounding like you were starting with an answer, but never said it
0: i do i I, I do have an answer, but feel I feel free to I, take I it from I, me. I wanted to get your opinion, so I'll ask myself the question and then Good. you know you tell you give me your opinion so I think <laughs> I think Beacon has been from a development standpoint, from a zoning from a building department standpoint, far more progressive then a cold spring that's that 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 you know if you walk through cold spring it looks and feels the same as it did you know in the early 2000s there's been very little development or change and and I'm not saying what's right or wrong I'm not agreeing or disagreeing this I'm not taking sides but they have worked very very hard to keep cold spring exactly the way it is where beacon has really allowed for development it 's gotten a lot of very unique restaurants they 've got an art, art, a, a beer arcade they 've got you know so many really cool hip things and and I think that has a lot to do with why people gravitated towards there because there has been this development there's this forward thinking future thinking sort of like we're we're kind of giving you what you want, which is this suburban Sort of lifestyle with lots of amenities, but not too congested, where cold spring is still littered with antique stores right correct and 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 hasn't seen a lot of change so what what do you think you think I'm onto something there? I think if you asked me the question again, I would
1: answer it exactly like that because <laughs> I think you're spot on although I might not have used littered with antique stores. Sorry, Cold Spring. Or brought it to the attention again. (laughs) I love
0: you, Cold Spring. I didn't mean to say you're littered. No, but I
1: I think you're right, though. They made, you know, knowing, because I've sold down there, Mm -hmm. they've made restrictions very tough in Cold Spring, especially for commercial, because they wanted to completely keep the aesthetic of what Cold Spring looked like, which is great because it does sort of bring you back in time a little bit when you go down there. But at the same time, that might have prevented some growth and Beacon has that growth. Not that yeah. they ha- don't have restrictions. They have, they have pretty decent restrictions. absolutely. But at the same time, they, they've allotted or, or encouraged, I should say, new businesses to go down there and develop. And, uh, and there's just a tremendous amount of them. There's every specialty store you could possibly imagine is available to you
0: in Beacon. I, I realized that was the truth when they opened the marshmallow store. We have a store in Beacon dedicated to marshmallows. And a store, I believe,
1: ded- dedicated to gourmet donuts. Absolutely glazed over. Oh my
0: god! And and you happen to know the name of it? Yes, it's great. It's you know, it's so interesting because my my family and I really enjoy going to Outer Banks every year. And for those of you that have been to ever been to Outer Banks, there's a town down there called Duck, and there's a little place called Duck Donuts. And it's it's a very similar concept, right? They make the donuts right there, and you can kind of mix and match your toppings. And it's just you know this 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 sugar bomb of whatever you want. And when glazed over, opened up here, we were like, this is this this is magical. I mean, it's a it, it's a once in a while treat for me because you know the sugar is so much, but my God, is it amazing!
1: I feel we'll be ending this podcast a bit earlier than normal <laughs> because right now all I want is a donut.
0: Well, or I mean, there's. I, I can probably spend hours on a podcast talking about all of the different places to go and Beacon. You can, you know, Trax Coffee is great, right? There's... uh, the vault closed but i forgot what it turned into oh my god i'm embarrassing myself now tracks coffee is great you've got
1: here let me uh, if you don't mind let me do town a town crier cafe yeah please yeah jump town crier in there. cafe is really cool because that's a music venue as well Yep. so you've got the town crier it's got a main stage that that houses you know national acts and yet it has a cafe setting where you can catch acoustic acts, you know, at least on the weekends. It might be on weeknights as well, but with great food. At the same time, Lee, a quick shout cool. out to my my buddy Dana, who owns Melzinga's, which is my personal favorite restaurant down there.
0: Melzinga is very we eat there regularly. Yeah, it is such a great spot. Yep. Such a absolutely. great absolutely.
1: Max's on Main is your hometown bar atmosphere mm-hmm. that serves extraordinary food for like a little restaurant like that. It's a bar menu, but it's a great bar menu. Yeah, and we're touching on a few. There's so, so many.
0: And you can go axe throwing, like I said. You can play old-school arcade video games from, like, the 80s and have some beers down there. It's it's so, so cool. There are these great little... There's one place called the Kitchen Sink, which doesn't really, you know, open up too often, but they do these, like, pop-up dinners where you can just order these amazing dinners and come and pick them up, and it's just like... Yeah, it's really cool. You know, there are so many options from... Barb's Butchery to some of the best steaks you can get in the area to vegan options for people. There are so many different types of Indian and Thai and so many different styles of food. The Beacon, Beacon Bread Company makes some amazing food. I mean, you can just go on and on and on up Absolutely. and down the street. Yeah. And, and when Michael says that you can go axe throwing, he,
1: he didn't name a specific location, but it doesn't mean that you can just throw axes on the streets of Beacon. That, that's still illegal, as it is in most towns, but there is a, a very cool arcade slash brewery. <laughs> slash axe throwing, which I always have a hard time with saying brewery and axe throwing together, but it's very safe, I promise
0: you. Called District Social down there. District Social. That's the name of it. It's a <laughs> it's it's a it's a pretty cool spot for Most sure. Definitely. So lots lots of lots of things going on. Obviously, you have the nature, the hiking. All right. Beacon has a 18-hole disc golf through the woods, which I've done several times, which is super, super fun. It's, it's unique. It's just another option down by the water uh, right on the Hudson river is an amazing park with, playgrounds and 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 things to do down there they during the summertime regularly have farmers markets down there which is which is i think a local favorite you know to to be able to go down there and yeah i think that's one of the things we didn't hit on assuming
1: we were only talking to people who are from the area but by all means it is a river town so this is right on the beautiful hudson river also its proximity to other places is pretty cool besides the train yeah. You legitimately have route 84 which will connect you to Connecticut in about 40 minutes and Pennsylvania in maybe 45 or so. Yeah. It's sort of smack dab in the middle of those two and 84
0: is right there. So, and if you uh, go to the if you hop on 84, go a few miles, you're at 87, mm-hmm. right? You go a few miles the other way, you're at the Taconic and a little bit further from that, you're at 684. You you're right, it is in great proximity to a lot of great things, and that's and that's traveling. I mean, you also have a stone's throw away Newburgh Waterfront. You've got Fishkill, which is another mm-hmm. great foodie town, right? You're, Absolutely. You're, you're 30 minutes, 25 minutes by car to the city of Poughkeepsie, which has a lot to offer in and of itself. Of course. You're a stone's throw away from New Paltz and Mohonk Mountain and Minnewaska and you know, these are all things that are a lot easier to make little day trips of when you're in Beacon as opposed to, say, living in the city. Of or, course. Or White Plains or something like that.
1: Most definitely. And I think most importantly, we get to end this soon and go have a donut
0: because I'm um, <laughs> still on that kick. Yeah, no the, <laughs> the 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 donuts are great. So, uh, well, let's let's do this, right? So, obviously, we've kind of unpacked a lot of why Beacon is so great, right? You've got the the commutability factor. You've got it's very picturesque. It's very mm-hmm. forward thinking. There are a lot of things to do. A lot of options. Whether nature is your thing, whether food is your thing, whether nightlife is your thing. It, 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 there's there's all kinds of things available traveling. Where does Beacon go from here? Do you see, not to be cheeky, but the train to continue to roll or, or, or has Beacon arrived? Like, where does Beacon go from here? Is it our home value is going to continue to go up? Or are they going to continue to develop? And I, I, I know I'm asking you to predict the future, which nobody can, but in your mind, you know, where do we go from here with Beacon?
1: Yeah, I think at this point when when a hot spot like that has developed, it will maintain or grow. I don't think you're going to see any sort of, you know, reverting back to maybe what it was when it wasn't such a hot spot. I think it'll always be hot. Sure, housing gets a little more limited. You know, there's not a ton of land for growth for new construction. And they're and the good thing about them is they're they're a little bit choosy about what they do allow, yeah. So that that's good. They're they're leaving green space for people, which is awesome. At the mm. same time, they do allow building, and and we've seen some buildings go up, and you'll see a few more, you know. But but I think you're only going to see a at least it's going to hold steady or grow. I, yeah. I don't see it going backwards. That's the best I can do as far as predicting the future, except
0: for the donuts. Yeah. <laughs> Have I mentioned those? <laughs> do, you, do you think we'll get a cheesecake factory in there? <laughs> what, what are you doing to me, man? <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> of, 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 of course, I don't see a cheesecake factory in our future, but I don't think anybody would want that. I don't even think the people that live in Beacon would. want No, they it. certainly. I, would. I, I don't think they would mind one in Newburgh somewhere, not in their backyard that they can access. But I think that would take away from yeah, the charm the, of the quaintness. Of yeah. Absolutely, uh, I, I I agree. When I look at when I look at Beacon and I think of Duchess County. You know, when I think of, you know, how New York City just continues to expand, I kind of think of Dutchess County as the future Westchester County. What Westchester County was or is, I think at some point will be duchess county and 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 i know that there are a lot of people that are listening to this that might go oh god please no like <laughs> i i i love duchess county i like it the way it is or maybe the way it was 10 years ago because i think there are definitely two 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 Giant populations of people that are, you know, sort of social media battle warriors that love the old Dutchess County of 15, 20 years ago, where Mm -hmm. it was a lot less congested and and there was a lot less options, but they liked the peacefulness and it was the country. And now it's becoming suburban, right? It's becoming more congested.
1: It's really interesting yeah. that, that you say that because having previously run a business on Main Street and Beacon yeah. and being still part of some Beacon social media groups, yeah, I see that battle all the time. There's Constantly. people that grew up their entire lives here. that are like, oh my God, it's so congested. It got crowded. They've destroyed our right. town. It was, except then someone else will go, yeah, but what about, and they'll name like a restaurant or something. Yeah. They go, and and the first person that grew up here, the native, will go, oh, you're right. I love that place. But that place was opened <laughs> by somebody who moved up here. Yeah. You know? And then all of a sudden, they're fine with it once you've, you know, it's the place where they get those lamb chops that, that yeah. they couldn't get anywhere else, yeah. you know? so. So it all tends to work itself out. Everybody gets along together. And and I don't think we stress enough. I mean, we talked about the art, but the art and music scene down uh, in Beacon is insane. There's there's just like any night of the week, you can go down to Beacon, and there is a place where you can go see live music somewhere. Yeah. I, I proved that this last week. Thursday night, we were down there watching a buddy of mine do an acoustic set in a place that I didn't even know had music
0: and they did and great sound and it was it was fabulous that is so, awesome yeah that is that is very very cool so i agree with you i think that i i think that beacon will continue to be a popular spot people will continue to <clears throat> be interested in in beacon and developing beacon i i hope that Beacon City officials do a very good job with planning and organizing the growth and and do it in a very, very smart way so it doesn't backfire. I think they've done a relatively good job. I know everybody has an opinion on what they might have been able to do better, but ultimately – if you look at where they are they've 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 maintained this 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 incredible magnet of people that that want to be there and I, and i agree with you i don't think it's going anywhere i think it's going to continue to develop and i think it's a it's a great investment opportunity if you're thinking about real estate because it's going to maintain it's going to hold and 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 go up at least that's my future prediction
1: yeah. And I mean, if you could pass predict too, you know, when your wife didn't want to move there, you should have just bought real estate there.
0: Yeah. Done it without
1: her permission. Right. Well, well no, you shouldn't have done that because I know she listens to this podcast and I want to be the one <laughs> who's on her side. I would have been divorced, but well off. <laughs> a single guy <laughs> with a decent amount of property and a portfolio.
0: <laughs> All right, Mikey. Well, there you have it. That is a wrap for us today. We are so grateful. Team Bank's Hudson Valley's X factor in real estate. There's the lowdown on beacon. That is where it is and where it's going. We're going to keep doing these and I'll see you around the Valley. We're out.